Tom DeLonge's voice that literally <laughs> yeah. nobody actually has. Yeah. Nobody has that voice. True, but everyone can do an Angel of are it. my nightmares. What's the show in the down of the morning, the unsuspecting victim of that. Yeah, he says voice, voices in my head. Yeah, Ed. Don't waste your time on me. You're already a voice inside my head. I miss, I miss you, you. I miss, I miss you. you. A voice inside my head. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with my good self, Sean Smith, and my evil, evil friend, Morgan Richards. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting you to say I've turned evil over to, all of a sudden. You sounded a bit like the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> one. One. Ah, ah, ah. One evil presenter. Ah. Ah. We've mentioned him quite a few times. Have we? <laughs> yeah, ah. that's mad. Um, but no, I haven't. I haven't made a heel turn. Oh, good. Um, so yeah. So you're just still normal, good boy, Morgan. Good baby face, Morgan. Have you yeah. taken any alcohol lately? No. What about drugs? Have you been taking drugs? Never. Well, apart from like calc ball when I was a kid. But um, oh, how good is that though? Oh. Everybody loves a bit of calc ball. They did, didn't they? Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to a podcast. This week, our guests are the fantastic band. Um, the excerpts. Why did I say um? I don't know. Yeah, so, there's no um in the band no. name. Uh, um. The name is The Excerpts. And um, they're fantastic and Scottish. Yes, both. Both of those things. They're both. not um, mutually exclusive either. That You can't be Scottish and fantastic. So, yeah, um, yeah we had Murray and Jordan from The Excerpts. And, yeah, we got to speak to them when they were in Cardiff. And, yeah, fantastic chat. Good lads. Yeah, and, well, I'm really happy to have them on. I think they're one of the most underrated bands I agree. in the UK, or in the world, over the last you know, few years. Yes. Their latest album, Hold On To Your Heart, is full of pop rock bangers, yeah. and I'm surprised that it hasn't taken them to... It will, it will. ...headline and stadiums Fingers yet. crossed, yeah. fingers crossed. Well, and them, so, them, like, yeah, them being asked to do the Busted uh, tour... Like, like like the reaction when you told me on the podcast in the news a couple of weeks back, I was chuffed to bits from. Mm. So it's exactly what they deserve. They deserve to be on a much higher plane than they are, and they and I I believe, fingers crossed, it'll get there from. It yeah. should do because they are fantastic. Yeah, and some of their back catalogue is absolutely outstanding, brilliant as well. They're lovely guys. They like a laugh. 
Oh and yeah, we had a real good laugh. We did. We and yeah, did. after the conversation that we had on the podcast, yeah, when we stopped rolling, they were like, "Oh, that was cool. That was just like a conversation." And mm. we were like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of what we're going for is not your same old boring kind of what's your favorite song to play live. Like it's not your not just a boring interview. We want to you know know people and get the people your people's stories and you know what excites them and." Yeah, so yeah, it was all round. It was a fantastic chat. Yeah, and from this, we've got some incredible tales about new music and everything yeah. else in between. They're going to just talk like normal humans, really. <laughs> oh, which and is good. Yeah, which is good. Which is Are you saying want. not normal humans because they're Scottish? Because that's... Is that racist or is that just <laughs> right, borderist? You've said all of those things, not me. Well, you made it out like because they were Scottish, they might not be no, actual I, normal humans. I was just saying they're not... Uh, oh, I love the Scotch. I, I, I like an I'm... Iron Brew as well, but I think again that's racist. <laughs> I think you're just going by. I've got Scottish friends, John. Oh, so yeah. well, fine. that's exactly. I'm not anti-Scottish, but oh, oh, any Scotch people listening to this, um, if you tweet at me, I'll give you Morgan's address for you to send um, shit to. So, um, yeah, or haggis. He's carrying on, mind. Go on, make fun of the men for wearing skirts now. You won't catch me doing that. They don't wear skirts, it's kilts. So I find that very offensive that you use that, Sean. So I wouldn't. I was simulating what I thought you would come up with next. Cliché racism towards I, the Scotch. I, I was not doing anything wrong. I was just talking. Anyway, this has gone really... I love the excerpts. I'm very happy that they're on this episode. They talk some great things. And what I was trying to say is they're not acting like big rock stars. They're just normal human beings like you and I, but they get to play in front of yes. thousands of people each night, which... Also, don't yeah. ever compare me and you ever again. <laughs> Why? Me and you are not the same creature. Oh, we're on the same podcast, so we're basically Sadly, one, we are, yeah. one and the same. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Mm, poof. I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway, if uh, you want to let us know guests for the video. Look, you stumped me now. Look, you st- completely stumped me. Anyway, yeah, socials and stuff. Head to Twitter or Instagram at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D for our socials. Twitter and Instagram at Sappeningpod. Um, and also, if you fancy helping out and supporting the show... Think about going to patreon.com forward slash sappening. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash s-a-p-e-n-i-n. And um, yeah, yeah, there's different tiers and stuff. And um, yeah, Patreon's basically a tool to help you guys help create us create. That's you as I, I, sentence you I, say every week. Yeah, it? I don't know why you were taking I was trying, my lying away from Yeah, me, I don't but, know. Um, no, but I just wanted to try it for a change and it was difficult. Okay, so, yeah. Um, yeah, but if you'd like to get involved and help us, yeah, then support that's, us. Yes, yeah. that's very much appreciated. And as Sean said, there's loads of different tiers and exclusive and goodies that we can give back yep. to you for your support, which we really, really do appreciate. So, for the last time, until after the interview, when we probably mentioned in the outro a bit. That's patreon.com forward slash sappening. Also, we've got t-shirts available at we the moment do, as well. We do, t-shirts. Sappening podcast t-shirts that are finally available. I'm really happy that we've got these coming out now. I think everyone's going to look absolutely fantastic. Stonkin' Mega Lush. Yes! That's what I think they're going to be. SML, Stonkin' Mega Lush. That might be a t-shirt design. Mm. Anyway, yeah, so um, just go to our... Just go to our socials, go to Twitter or Instagram, and I'm sure there will be a link in the top tweets or photos 
uh, with a link to our t-shirts. And the thing is that these t-shirts are on a very limited run. That's true. So they're not around for a very long time. Yep. So A, you've got to act fast, yep. but B, you will be a fashion trendsetter because no one else will, except for the other people in this very <laughs> special limited edition run, yeah. will have this t-shirt. 50 t-shirts we're going to get printed. And then you'll look extraordinary in a very good way, maybe. We don't never know. We got, can't guarantee that. I never got extraordinary as a word. Like, extraordinary. Um, like, it's meant to be, whoa, he's extraordinary. But really, it's extraordinary. Wouldn't it be like the most boring person? Extraordinary. I'm trying to sell these t-shirts, Sean. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, but no, you'll look fabulous. Absolutely. Yeah, as, you will. As Carmela used to say, F-A-B-U. I can't spell. I can't spell. And, you were, and you were doing it on your fingers <laughs> then. Yeah, F-A-B-O-U. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, S. as an S. WWE wrestler Camilla says in yes. her entrance. So um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's just get on with it. Okay. This is the interview with a fantastic Jordan and Murray from the excerpts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, I didn't realise you wanted us to do it as well. Yeah, well, there you go, see. Um, good, oh, we good. Could, we could go again in, no. a, in harmony. Oh, oh go on, yeah, I'd like a good harmony. Best one then. It's gone from worst one, because <laughs> most other people have said it instantly, even though they didn't know what they were saying. They just went, <laughs> We've had Americans on who've literally been like, that wasn't English. <laughs> just like... 
Top Nan. And they've gone, Top Nan. Just because they don't know what to say back. They caught me off guard, I'll, I'll admit. We're good like that. We're good yeah, like that. Yeah, keeps you on your toes. I guess, guess you're ready, I guess. I so. felt on high alert as soon as you said it. I was ready. Ready for action. Nice. So, yes, as you've guessed by now, because you can read, and we've done a long intro explaining who they are, this yeah. week's guests are the fantastic excerpts. The excerpts, in fact. Yeah. Because I hated oh. it when people called us blackout. Uh, yeah, people tend to forgo the the, the yeah. definite article. Yeah, they blackout, miss it. excerpts. Okay. Dressing room signs, people referring to you on the internet. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't call Green Day Day, would you? <laughs> that's what that's what I do whenever anybody ever went, oh, you're in, you're in blackout, do you? I, gu- nah. I guess it's weird when, yeah, if you think about s- strokes. <laughs> yeah. Hives. Yeah. That is weird to me, actually. Because yeah. I don't mind, I don't, yeah, I'm not as far. I'm kind of cool if people are like excerpts, but mm-hmm. for some reason, strokes and... It doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right. But Libertines is fine. Uh, but I never really, weird. I never uh, thought of us as a, as a the band like the Strokes, the Hives. The I can't see you. <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> yeah. The thing I've I've noticed as well, people advert to bands who don't have it in like Foo Fighters. People call them the Foo the Fighters. Foo Fighters. That's true. Not architects get it a lot. Do they? But there really? is an American the band called the Architects. So uh, I believe. Okay, okay. But it's weird if you say I was at Architects' I was at, yeah. show. You can't say I was yeah. at Architect Show. I was at the Architect's show. I would say the Architect Show. All, right. all words sound weird in my mouth now. <laughs> I, I could just confuse myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're listening to the Diction podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Metallicas. Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't get it for those kind of bands, do you? No. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. People call them the Red. They, they do. do. Yeah. This is crap. This is <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop with this bit and move on. Boys, yeah. <laughs> you're on tour with Busted at the moment. How's it going? It's great. It's great. It's um, it's a bit of a trip playing arenas for the first time, mm. but I don't know. It feels um, it's equal parts surreal and comfortable. I think because nice. we've been a band for so long that it feels like, and also for the past year and a half, we've been saying, "Oh, we want to be, we want to be an arena rock band. We want to be on those big stages." You've so been saying that. I've been saying it, Billy Big Bollocks over here. <laughs> so. Before the first night in Glasgow, I was starting to feel a bit nervous. It was like, nah, 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 nah. Time to put my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. And, and it was get like, oh, I walked into the room earlier, Motorpoint Arena. Just kind of walked in, looked. Like, All right, cool. Yeah, We're over it now. It didn't really affect Pretty me. Pretty used to this now. <laughs> <laughs> One arena. And we're like, yeah, I'm yeah, weirdly yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. in these places. I don't know why. Yeah, it's cool. It's It's like, it's bizarre, but also... Yeah, but I think we feel right at home up there. Yeah. And the new the songs from the new record are like very widescreen and they're like meant to be kind of have yeah. that cinematic feel to them. So they suit these they suit these rooms. Because mm. yeah, yeah. I feel on some level you guys have always had that like kind of gradual step up from you know, as the years have gone on. Yeah. So going from tiny club shows to this, is it just, does it sometimes just feel like it's the next thing to really come? Yeah, I mean we were t- we were talking about it quite a lot with our management in trying to like bag an arena tour but uh it ain't that easy <laughs> no it's difficult <laughs> like yeah you could spend your whole life trying to like wait on like pearl jam or smashing pumpkins to ask you to tour but it's just like we we've been a band forever and we've never been offered an arena tour so when this came along we were like oh that, my god that's, that's weird to me see that you've never been offered 
an arena tour. Yeah, I'm sure you would have. It's a, it's a big old jump though, isn't it, from mm-hmm. academies yeah. to like because I mean, academies to me are like O2 academies are still big, still big rooms oh, to yeah. me. But like, you get here and it's like whoa. Well, like we were saying before, room. like we've we've all played in venues smaller than this dressing room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is a big old dressing room. This mm-hmm. is pretty indulgent. Tell you what you should have done. You should have sold tickets for a gig in here tonight. And you, yeah. we could have sat up here. We could have done a proper gig. You could have done a pre-gig gig. Two for, two for yeah. one. That would have been great. <laughs> Snuck people <laughs> in. It would have been fantastic. I've never been in a dressing room that has two air hockey tables. That's Not tight. one, mm. but two. Perhaps it's because they, neither of them work, though. Like, <laughs> they're both against the wall as well. So, like, you have to be one side of, one of, of them, but... <laughs> Yeah, that is. Now you've mentioned it. That is very weird to have two. Well, it seems unless, lavish. It seems excessive. Unless someone's tried to have a giant game of it and they've just put the two together, maybe. Ooh. Good thinking, more. But, um, yeah. Unless that's on somebody's rider. Who was there yesterday? Panic. Panic. Of the Panic! Uh, exclamation mark. So maybe. I forget about Panic! <laughs> after the Discovery yesterday. So maybe they wanted two air hockey tables. That apps, that's it. It's got to be. It's no Brendan, he listens to this every week. I know he does. Um, let us know if it was you. Cheers, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. You won't give up, Russ. We appreciate it. For sure. But yeah, you were saying, we were saying prior to uh, recording that uh, you've had um, like a busy 18 months, really. Yeah. Like before this, we saw you at the Yumiya 6 one. This yeah. is, that's where we planted the seed for us doing this podcast. And um, We went down like a sack of shit that night. Well, you say that, and we, I think we had this conversation after this. I saw you, and I thought you guys were brilliant, right? But you've just got to realise the Welsh crowds are just a little bit... Uh, if you, If they don't know you... They'd Easy, rather, they'd rather be Easy. No, if they don't. No, no. If because if the crowd came for you, me at six, right, yeah. and they've come to see you, they would prefer to stand and watch and be quiet and watch it that way and respectful, rather than just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I can go anywhere and right. yeah. You think it was a respectful silence? But yeah, I do. Not an apathetic silence. No. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I, I enjoyed it. Work out. It's always been strange for us in Cardiff because I remember when we like first came and played the Barfly, and you know um, when the scene was like totally blowing up here, and we'd always have good crowds, mm-hmm. and then we'd come back, and then nobody would come. The last few have been like that a little bit, like. edgy. <laughs> it's a little bit on edgy. edgy. It's, yeah, it's like we delivered really bad news. <laughs> That's how I felt on stage. Yeah. It was like I've, I'm sorry to tell you, but I've had an affair. With your <laughs> mother, whilst their their dad stood right there. Yeah. That's how I felt. You just, you but just <laughs> broke up a family. Yeah, music. home wrecker, and they came you to just see. Just want to come on stage tonight and go, "Hi guys, just want to let you know that if your parents are not a, not together, it's all my fault." It's, it's and then all my fault. Like and then carry on. That's actually a good <laughs> intro. Let's, let's, let's get this out of the way. The set. But yeah, I I I think it was because we. I, I mean, we were pretty spoiled on that tour, on the Yumi tour. Like mm. it was just such. a great tour and I think that was the one show that was maybe just a little bit I think by that point we'd it was like ah they fucking love us they <laughs> we were just us. I'm a yeah. goddamn king look at me <laughs> look at me <laughs> and we then play half an hour every night six songs I'm the best yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and then walked out and that was kind of like yeah, the crowd were probably completely cool with us, but in my mind, you were just ego like, took these over. Guys. And it was you were like, furious afterwards. I remember I was you were livid. Yeah, I, I know. I saw you come off stage, and you were you were just like, I don't think I went very well. And I was like, 
<laughs> no, no, complete opposite. I think that went probably very well. Yeah, yeah. that's the um, that's ego, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ego taking hold and I'm not saying, what I need. "Love me, <laughs> appreciate me, love me more." Yeah. It's not enough. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's kind of like good to be like that. As a performer, I think like have a bit because I always turn it into a bit of sass. Yeah, like, oh, snap. Oh. Yeah, snap. Like a bit of arrogance, and mm-hmm. if it's not going your way, it's like, all right, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. Like act above it. I'm better than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which my new my new band played in London the other day, and uh, yeah, I just walked on stage, just looked at the crowd, and I went, "Nah, I don't think so." Not tonight. <laughs> you actually said it on the yeah, mic. I went, "Nah, I don't think so." <laughs> I went, Bob, don't don't start that riff. Do not, and he just started it. I was like, "No, oh, bugger! I've got to do the show now." But just walk on, just look at the crowd, look across all of the crowd slowly, and just go. Nah. He's making nah. snap judgment, like, nope, yeah, not, Larry, not any of you. Larry David famously right. did that when yeah. he did stand-up comedy. He walked out in LA and took one look at the crowd and was nope. like, "Not tonight." Not tonight. <laughs> the mic and walked off. Brilliant. Wow. That's like, That's but I can't imagine doing that as a support band. Imagine doing on an arena tour as well. On this tour. <laughs> ah, we could play to the 7,000 of you. Don't nah. fancy it, though. Nah. Nah. Too late, nah. Nah. Fuck nah. it. Nah, you blew it. Yeah. <laughs> you blew it. We didn't. You just you walk <laughs> out instantly and go, nah, not enough. Not and then just like walk off. Yeah. Didn't cheer enough for us. I mean, we'll get there. It's ballsy. I'm sure. That'll be like the demise of the band. That's when we're yeah. know, yeah. overweight yeah. and drunk and... Like, it's like over it. Just ah, oh, God no! You don't deserve me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight back to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Changing the XXL suits then as well. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Love it. Oh. Yes, I like you. that. Yeah, I like that. You. Fair play. <laughs> I thought this song was massive here. What you guys don't have TV or or radios here or what? What's going on? That video is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty shocked when I saw that video of Mad. Charlie XCX. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. Trying to get stuff. a crowd, to, yeah. Trying to get yeah, the jump, th- not having any of it. Not, not having you it. Get people on side. It is upsetting when they're not having it, and you yeah. want them to have it, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not. Like, Please have it. Please, I'd really like you to have it. No, no, let's let's have it. Let Come on, everyone, <laughs> let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, oh, yeah. Matthew. We've had Matthew Pritchard, formerly of um, Dirty Sanchez, on the oh, podcast. Oh yeah, man. And um, my first ever seeing him in the flesh was at an after-show party in Cardiff, and he stood up on the decks, pulled his trousers and pants to the ground, <laughs> and shouted on the microphone, "Everybody, let's have a laugh!" <laughs> Wow. Oh, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all, all did. did. Start the party. Yeah. The album was nearly called Everybody Let's Have a Laugh just after <laughs> this absolute uh, maniac of a That's, that's like some high art shit. That's beautiful. Everybody. Yeah. Let's have a laugh. Let's have a laugh. Well, that's. There's something very pure about yeah, that. Well, that's, yeah, that's how he is. Like, if anybody who knows Pritch or has been near him or spent any time, even if you watch Dirty Sanders, you can kind of see he's the shy, nice one who mm-hmm. just wants everybody to be having fun. The whole time. Mm. I remember at that after show party, he had Jack Daniels and Coke, and he drank some Jack Daniels and Coke and spat it in my face, right? And I went, well, I don't know you. What's, what the fuck? What's this? And he went, You might be upset, but then five people were there, look, they're all laughing now at us. 
And I was like, well, oh, no, they're laughing at me, you prick. <laughs> they're laughing at sticky me. Because I am now covered in Jack Daniels and Coke. Wow. Well, he was yeah. doing a service. You'd think so, yeah. He's but providing a service at I your expense, admittedly. Yeah, my sticky head didn't that's feel like that was there. That's how it goes sometimes, though. Sometimes you're the one that spits Jack Daniels. Sometimes you're the one who gets it on him. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a good motto for life, really. <laughs> I feel like we should have kept that bit for till the very yeah, end. Yeah, that that's been a perfect yeah, outro. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. That's kind of like oh, you win some, lose some kind mm-hmm. of kind of saying. I like that. I'm going to use that. Nice. I'm also going to start using as of last night. This is how I'm going to start describing myself as full bodied. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. What's that? Um, uh, I was speaking to my friend, and she described uh, a situation we were both in as full-bodied. I was like, I know, I know, it's odd that like under zero context. So people listening and and you guys don't have a clue what we were talking about. But I think it's just funny to be like, like a wine reference. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a getting. Better with age scenario where you say, I'm full bodied now. But also alludes to a sort of paunchy dad bod as well. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Which is where I'm at. I'm full bodied. I'm full bodied. Yeah. Yeah, it depends how you say it. I'm robust. Yeah. I've reached maximum potential. <laughs> Full body. I've reached my maximum potential. <laughs> as a yeah, as a wide human, I've reached my maximum potential. <laughs> That's good. What a weird. This is going all over the place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. Come back with a question about um, music. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We mentioned you've had a kind of a crazy eighteen months off the back of the latest record, "Holding to Your Heart." Really, you took a lot of time out to write and record this and want to make sure everything was right just reflecting on that now is it just being the next step for the exit as if it felt it's just being the best thing you could have done at that point yeah 100 percent. so 100 percent. um yeah it was a pretty um detailed kind of process with the record in terms of writing and demoing and it was the first time we had ever written with um um with an actual songwriter, like another songwriter, Gary, our producer, came in and kind of had a hand in all of the songs, mm-hmm. I think, and we co-wrote three with him. It was all totally new territory. Yeah. Kind of scary, giving yeah. yourself away, like that, somebody else, trusting someone else for the first time. Yeah. But it's, it's, it was great to have, like, because there's only three of us, and we, like, we wrote Hold On To Your Heart in, like, a windowless room. Yeah. And it's very hard to, like see where a song can go like other avenues yeah. and because it's just the three of us that's like, become yeah. the curse now even now when we write it's like we refer to the room yeah like if a song doesn't sound right or if it hasn't been developed probably it's like it's just the room it's you can't you can't make it sound how it sounds in your head when yeah you're just in a room yeah and it's all symbols and you know yeah because it's like the record there's so much more than just the three of us like there's so much going on on that record and when whenever we're writing in the rehearsal room it's like oh my god this just sounds done like uh, in terms of yeah. tired like distortion loud quiet loud quiet yeah. so yeah there it was a much different approach with gary just writing in the studio and that's kind of something that's had a knock-on effect mm-hmm. to like what we're writing now so we're just writing in, in at Tom's place on the on the computer. It's going to be the same again. Like we didn't really get to hear the songs properly until 
that last point when we were in the studio. Yeah. And then we listened back and was like, oh, that's it. That's it, what I've been doing was, in my it head. It was funny because I basically, I had the idea to just like clean it up. Like everything had to be super simple. Take away drum fills, take away bass fills. Mm-hmm. Like everything has to service the song and not like nobody's getting to be yeah, Ronaldo or Messi. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just well, like, like the football reference. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fooey. And, <laughs> uh, and, um, but it was just about because I remember at, like back in the day when you'd show a friend a song, it would always be about, oh, wait for this bit. Wait for the, oh, this, this bit, bit. This bit. This bit. And it's like, well, it's not the chorus. Nobody cares about this yeah. bit. Like, so That's it was all about. The word that comes up now is bitty. Yeah. The song's, you know, too bitty. It's like, get rid of those bits. We don't need those bits. Yeah. It's like, how, how was, like, we're very much kind of all about how a song makes you feel after the three and a half minutes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how does it make you feel? Like, you know. Um, so, but I remember Tom and Jordan were kind of having a tough time because it was like, nope, nope, nope. Take it out, any take it out, fill, take it out, any, take it out. Any ornamentation. And it was like, nah, nah. No, because I'm like, let me fl- let me fly, man. I want to fly. <laughs> let me flourish. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. So I just wait. No, no, no. Carry on, carry on talking. So otherwise, I'll just derail a story. <laughs> well, yeah, and yeah, it was um, hard at first, but like, yeah, it was, um, more the great, it was quite a few heated conversations about it, and then, but basically, my thought was, or it kind of was told, really, like, if you have a really, like, clean canvas then you can add more to it in terms of production and synths and the the flourishes of a record and Mm. additional production so in my mind it was like right we'll make these really simple songs and then we'll go to town on everything else yeah and then we were in rockfield um making the record and i think it was we are gonna live maybe and we heard it back in the speakers for the first time and jordan was like uh i get it it." real yeah Uh, moment of clarity yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like... You just wink at me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I said, yeah, uh, I did. Oh, you're welcome, yeah. Lord. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put the song and I go, you're welcome, Lord. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I yeah. my uh, sense. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Jordan's son. Please yeah. put your purse away. Please. <laughs> yeah. Your money is no good here. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, it was, it was as as good as we could have made that record as mm-hmm. yeah we we did everything we could um to make it as great as possible and um and we're we have still to make a better one yeah, yeah yeah and we're still immensely proud of the record and yeah. still think it sounds great and usually you go back and listen to your own record like with perspective and time and you you think oh, i would have changed that i would have done this but that's as close as i don't really have that with go. this one no all the other ones i can hear flaws or bits and takes where you're like oh I should have done that again like, yeah I don't have that with this one yeah. nice. so in the future do you think you'd work with another songwriter producer yeah I'm totally yeah. into the idea yeah nice. it's it's good it just you know we're constantly trying to like work on the craft of songwriting and be as great as we can possibly be and as a unit but you've got to be open minded mm-hmm. you've got to yeah. like you know, we thought that we had, like, the songs on Hold On To Your Heart that Gary worked on, we were like, these are, these songs are done. They're the finished article. And then Gary would, like, kind of just tweak it ever so slightly. And it did, it really did go from, like, 
good to great. Yeah. In the, it, it, well, I agree w- completely. What we deemed as, as good and great, you know, maybe other people think it's trash, but <laughs> yeah, we like the stuff that he did and the doors he opened. It, it's kind of like um, I kept referring to Gary as um, what's the character in Matrix? Morpheus. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That corridor of doors. Open your mind. Yeah. It was that. Yeah, nothing to do with all that. It's just because he had a big long leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those weird glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a red yeah. one or a blue one? Which one is it, boys? Let's write some songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take both and we'll, we'll jam some ideas, bruh. The red <laughs> one or the blue one? They're both amphetamines, so it doesn't yeah, really yeah, matter. Yeah. The colors mean nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, Did was there anybody... A bit um, standoffish with the idea of having a songwriter. No, I think it, I think it was time. I think, I we, think we all knew it was time. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of pitched to us not quite as um, you know, because for a band, you're obviously pride's a hell of a thing oh, when you're yeah. in a when you're in a band that started when we were children. Yeah, you know, and, and so we were like, I think had our management said. You're going in to write because these songs aren't good enough, and he's going to fix this for you, and whatnot. We would have been. We like, would have pushed back. Fuck, fuck you. you! No fucking way. Yeah, we would have pushed back. Yeah. But it was kind of pitched like uh, I was sent up first just to go write with with Gary, and it was like could be for excerpts, it could be for like to pitch to a, a pop artist. Yeah, just go and write something. And the first song we wrote was "Hold On to Your Heart." Nice. So it was just one of those things where. I think I text you instantly. It was like, oh my God, this guy's Yoda. Yes. Yoda <laughs> well, and we, Morpheus. We, we had something very similar with Jason Perry. Yeah. Like we'd recorded with Ramesh um, a couple of times prior to that. But then when Jason came along, that was our first producer, songwriter experience. And I remember him coming in and saying he just didn't like this part in the song. And I was like, I don't fucking like him. Yeah. He doesn't like that yeah. bit of my song. I don't like him. Yeah. And then over time we're like, oh no, that bit that bit is actually shit and makes the song worse. Yeah. Oh, I see what he was doing. He was literally he wasn't having to go at me, he was having to go at the bit in the song that's pointless being there. And it's yeah. all, like nobody in this room is bigger than the song. Mm-hmm. That's what that's eventually right. yeah. so much of it is getting over your own pride as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, and they're there to like they're there to help you. Yeah, they're there to make it as they're not <coughs> brilliant as they can. Yeah, exactly. They're not trying to like fuck with your creativity or your artistry. They're just there to like I don't know. I think that's a problem a lot of people see see with it is that they think that people are just coming in to ruin your songs or to claim that they've done something. But then mm-hmm. as soon as you realise you're just all there for the purpose of the songs and the album, that's it. That's when it goes, and that's when you write some of your best yeah. stuff I find yeah mm-hmm. completely and I think we maybe at the time had a bit of a worry about like people thinking oh they're You've writing with, the producer, with yeah. a songwriter now and they're, they're you know uh, I don't know selling out I don't really believe in that yeah, term I don't but at all unless you're Fugazi or something and you do a McDonald's yeah. advert yeah. but um, yeah yeah, we didn't have any ethics to begin with I got to my world yeah <laughs> And it was so, and yeah, very quickly it was just like, no, nah, this is it, Gary was, really was just a member of the band. Yeah, that was it. It was just bringing in somebody to kind of, I don't know, what would you say? It's just like a it. different perspective, man. That's it. Get in our own heads so much, and it's, it, like you said, those little tiny tweaks that he would make are 
ones that we would never have thought of, you know? Yeah. Like, I think. Yeah. That lateral thinking. Mm. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, yeah. going back to what you said, of course, if to me, listening to it, it feels like there's a lot more room to breathe on the record. I mean, obviously, you've mentioned in some of your older material, a bit more raw and edgier and, and things like that. So was it just leaving those songs to breathe let you express yourself in different ways rather than just getting those bits into sound core like exactly you yeah and i think i had quite like a lot i had a lot to get off my chest with this record lyrically so what had again those kind of bits that like we would have chucked into a song before without thinking just weren't necessary because mm. they would have gotten the way of the words and we really wanted to make a universal record where people you know kind of listening to it once knew what I was singing about because there's been times before where it's it could be kind of like you know it could be on about anything yeah yeah which is great and I love lyrics like that um but this time around we just wanted to be very very direct and and uh yeah hit people straight in the feels what's um what do you think the fan reaction has been to it top 40 album baby you tell me (laughs) (laughs) Get out. <laughs> yes, I love it. That's the, this that's is going to be the, the one. That's the best answer to the question, I think. We've had. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. direct answer. <laughs> that's the that's the best exactly. one, I think, yeah. Do you remember Mario from the Exit before you got that massive ego? <laughs> yeah, I listened to that Sampling podcast, the one where he finally broke. Yeah, he broke. <laughs> he <was laughs> kicking off around the top 40 album. No, the Baby. D- the, the, d- <laughs> <laughs> the day we found out we got a top 40 record, that was the day I broke. Oh, that was it. Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> it. The, the up about four or five. Yeah. yeah. Somebody um, called Pedro from Colombia. <laughs> 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 Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you answered it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, what was the fans' reaction? Oh, Top yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was uh, it, it was pretty overwhelming to be honest with nice. you. Like we absolutely, I'd made that joke, but we absolutely. <laughs> did not think we were going to get a top 40 record no, like not at all it was funny it wasn't even spoken about and we had signed with a bigger label for this one but it just wasn't spoken about and then on day two or something it was it was like at number 10 in the midweeks or something like that and then everybody who works for us was like oh my god <laughs> okay push it yeah push it like yeah. all the way yeah. <laughs> the, we, our, the release week was so intense oh god um we had those acoustic shows as well and double like, shows in the day signings we kept getting more added like quick signings then do the acoustic session yeah. and we yeah we worked our nuts off that week but um it's always telling i think like maybe especially in the modern the modern day if your record is still being spoken about six months after release, yeah, because mm. you know it's a, it's a goddamn turnstile out there. Oh yeah, yeah it can every Friday is that's it. Some records last a week. That's the joke. Now. Yeah, like when you, it's the the day your record comes out is the day your campaign is over, basically. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah pretty so you've got a day of like, hey guys, you be out, you be out, you be out, and then you're out again. Back yeah, and yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> bubbling and that. and oh. kid, I think. Kids in dress last like nanoseconds now. Like it's just getting yeah. smaller. It just mm-hmm. seems to be getting short. And the way people consume music, it's like we've had this on pretty much every musical podcast yeah. we've done so far, where we've talked about like the future of releasing music and yeah, it's a single. How it may not be yeah. albums anymore, and it's yeah. going to be possibly singles throughout the year to keep you in playlists. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because singles kind of died for a bit. Like there was a point where they sort of felt yeah. pointless and arbitrary. It was like you can just put a song out into the world. And, and yeah, now no, it's, it's kind yeah. of come back that people don't want albums. They just want yeah, a they track. Want, they they want need to drop a track. Yeah. Well, and even if it's the first 30 seconds doesn't interest them, they'll just be like... Well, people yeah, are making micro, micro music now, right? Like the micro songs. Yeah. Because apparently you, people know exactly what they think about a song within eight seconds. Mm. It's crazy. So you can well, probably do it in eight seconds. A lot of them SoundCloud rappers are out at the moment. Like, all their songs are like one minute, 50, yeah, two, two minutes. minutes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it literally no goes beat, chorus, verse, chorus, done. Out. Outro. Yeah. I'm, I'm a traditionalist, me. I'm a purist. Oh, first I'm a bit, chorus, yeah. first chorus, yeah. middle eight, chorus, chorus, chorus. Yeah. Uh, chorus. Me too. Chorus. I think as well with, like, I, I also guess it depends what kind of like music you play because yeah we are kind of traditionalists in that like we're total like rock and roll romantics so i don't think the idea of the album for us will ever die no like maybe like we might do an eight track album maybe (laughs) yeah something like that but i think people want to hear records as long as they're great yeah yeah like as long as they're cohesive yeah. and they actually the the collection of songs as a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. adds up to more than the sum of its parts, you know, like yeah. that's why an album is special to you, yeah, because absolutely. of all, the, like, yeah. But with that as well, you've just released a new EP with a couple of songs to kind of following on from the record. Looking at that, do you feel that's helped you with the record campaign extending that a little bit more because you've got these fresh new songs and it kind of feels like yeah. an extension to the record at some part? Yeah, absolutely. And we had talked about how we were going to release them, whether they should be singles or release them as as pairs or an EP and we eventually... Or actually, we talked about putting them on like a deluxe edition of the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. They were just kind of in the back pocket for a yeah. long time. And then um, we figured that the songs were good enough to stand on their own and should be kind of a standalone release, really, with the four songs. So um, basically, we wa- we wa- we had so we had done two... UK headline tours, one for the album, one just before the album came out, and we wanted to do one kind of final send-off bit to push the album again. It was like, we can't, that's that's milking it. Yeah. So, yeah, we were like, right, we've done the full year, let's release this EP, uh, we'll do one last UK headline tour in support of the EP, and then kind of call it on the Hold On To Your Heart campaign, and then obviously the Busted Tour got offered to us, and it was just perfect time and really nice. stars aligned which never used to happen for our band yeah. <laughs> finally, finally. <laughs> one thing uh, oh, one thing catch on a the break, rec- man. <laughs> one thing about the record I wanted to mention is that there's actually a, a saxophone solo on there and it's actually done by Will from Black Peak that's right little known that, bit of trivia yes it's not a really known feat that is a feature you know that but you guys have done little bits like that before so is it just great for you to put those little secrets in there for people to find out I yeah. mean, did we? Because oh yeah, he cre- we credited him on the album as we did. Yeah, he didn't want the yeah. He kind of he ba- so basically, Will yeah is the frontman of Black Peaks, and on the side he's an amazing jazz saxophonist, and he kind of just wanted to be credited um, as the jazz musician that yeah. he is. So yeah, so I think yeah, people had to really dig to kind of find out that it was him. A lot of people reading the liner oh, notes, which is sick. Love that, that people were doing that, um, and yeah, it, we brought him out actually at a London headline show mm-hmm. in London. He played two songs with nice. us, so when he walked out there, I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's the fellow." <laughs> 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 yeah, 
he's not. Oh, he's miming. Oh, he's no, miming. He's <laughs> this could go anyway. <laughs> He's fucking. <laughs> that was, it was fucking yeah. track, triumphant. Track. It's on. Track. He's miming. Track. Miming. Um, that was triumphant, man. That was yeah. so special. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not known because you can barely hear it, but Gary Clark, the producer, sings on "Ready to Call" on the new EP. A really, really high harmony. It's just there. If you listen out for it, it's, he's in each chorus. Oh, you've nah. done things like that before, because you've, ac- Mary, you've actually featured on the Architect song back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Lost Forever, um, uh, Youth is Wasted on the Young, which was, uh, yeah, w- really wicked. Yeah, I, I wrote the part. They kind of wanted me to, so I have a side project I did a record called Cold Crow's Dead with a pal of mine and they wanted it to be more in line with that and me and Sam got trashed one night and he played me the song and I've still got the recording of it on my phone of me and him in the flat and I was like Da, 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 da. <laughs> made this really and yeah really bizarre melody on that song I would have never been able to I, I don't think I'd be able to write that now hmm. it was that night special night and uh, yeah I think we need to, we're probably due to get Sam on a record yeah that'd be great yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. Good one, yeah. yeah some uh, singing not screaming Screaming, some screaming, would be screaming cool. all over. Yeah, just do like the softer song you can, and be like, send it to Sammy. Just comes back, fuck He has a beautiful singing voice as well. Like, oh, yeah, gorgeous oh, singing yeah, voice. Yeah, he's hell of a just hell of a vocalist. But yeah, th- I think they pulled me into because they were like they wanted quite ghostly sounding. So I did this really hushed take because Sam um, is what like one thing that he maybe isn't so great as really hushed. He does like gorgeous singing but it's all at a loud volume mm. and they were like we want a really really whispery and it was funny I did this take up in Tom and Dan's mum's house and Sue's house in their cup, just in a cupboard and I wasn't I thought it was just for a demo and then they sent me the final track it's like wait what no 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 <laughs> don't use that take that's the cupboard take um, yeah cupboard take and oh, yeah. it's really quiet on record and when Sam comes back in after I've sang, it's so crushingly loud. Um, I remember it going up on YouTube and all these metal fans just like, why did they get him to do it? Sam could have done that. Like, Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's Sorry. mad, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny, though. I do sound like a real wimp on that song. And then Sam comes in. Yeah. yeah. But I've performed it with them live, and that's always, nice. that's always a trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great band. Oh, I'd love to see you fronting architects. <laughs> we we used to look really similar, myself and Sam. We would always get mistaken for one another. Yeah, you really did a always. lot. Always, oh, really? yeah, always. Because when I first met Sam, we were I was seventeen, and it was on the first day of college in Brighton, and we were both wearing the exact same thing. Both had long hair. Both had like youth medium V neck <laughs> on blue V neck or something. Skinny girls jeans, slip on Vans. Nice. Yeah, oh. like, of the time. Oh, to be a youth medium again. Bo- oh. Oh, yeah, oh. God, tell me about wow, it. Wow, those days. And we, <laughs> we just... <laughs> I'd like to be a man medium again. <laughs> <laughs> I lose a couple of pounds and I get back to a man medium. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I remember me and, yeah, me and Sam just stared at one another and we were like, Hey. What? <laughs> that was it. Well, there's a mirror yeah. right in this hall. Oh, oh, yeah. And he was... Yeah, he was drumming at the time. He's an amazing drummer. 
Is that a known thing about Sam? No, I don't know. No. I didn't know that. No, I'm not sure. Yeah, Sam's a freak He's show a of a drummer. Guy. Like, real freak show of a drummer. Um, just talented lad. Yeah, I couldn't be any further from that. I'm dreadful at keeping time. Awful. <laughs> I'm always late. And that's just life. That's not that's <laughs> for appointments, let alone starting drums. I think that's part of... That's the, that's the deal of being a front man. Being late. Yeah. yeah. Tardiness, yeah. Yeah. Musicians in general, I think. Yeah. Are pretty poor timekeepers. <laughs> Apart from Tom over there, you're pretty punctual. You put the punk in puncture. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What's What's next? Yeah. For you, uh, you guys, we started this? looking at the next kind this of. This is where song? we rest on our laurels. Yeah. We do a little bit of resting on <laughs> <Yeah>. those laurels. <laughs> now we'll. Um, yeah. So we finish up the busted tour straight onto our headline run. And as soon as that's done, it's yeah, back into the back into the studio to figure out what on earth we're going to do with this next record because okay. we're kind of discussing at length about it now, wanting to wanting to do something different. Time to switch it up. Mm-hmm. And nice. um, are you going to work with Gary again, or he's in, we, we're desperate to, but he's a very busy man, busy. Mm. very very busy man. Yeah. Um, but I I imagine he'll oversee some stuff and. I'm really hoping well, like who else has he worked with? Um well like as of right now he's he's doing a lot of T V oh, stuff nice. for he's currently working on a on music for a TV show, like a pretty big one that's he coming did out. That great movie um, Sing. Yeah, he's done Sing movie Street? stuff, Sing Street, he did that, that really and cool. musicals and working with um working with big pop stars and whatnot. So uh it's bizarre. He's like because he's done like like Natalie and Brulia and Demi Lovato and stuff like that and then it came out the other day he never told me it just came out that he had done a Jonathan Davis solo song what he co-wrote uh, pipes all over it like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> that's why they yeah. got him in yeah they got a Scottish guy in yeah. 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 Jonah wants bag got Scottish fella I mean they teach all of us in school so you know it's fine yeah. so yeah. yeah Gary co-wrote that so he's just yeah, no he's way. just super super busy and um, I think at the time we were like a real passion project for him, um, so we would absolutely love to. I think we're hoping to like lure him back. We'll get a nice batch of songs and just be like, "What do you think of these? <laughs> yeah, pretty good, right?" I think if we write songs that are too good to turn down, he might be like, "I've got to be involved somehow. Okay, I'll repeat that twice." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, change lyrics. Oh, you can lose that that. bridge. Don't give it. You don't need Um, that. But I think, yeah, he'll oversee everything. I think, like, we'll send him the songs on the DL and just be like, what what do you think? Like, what would you think we could change? No pressure. What what, what, what would you change? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) I was need to give you a right. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So no credit. Yeah, that's a joke. Half half that, half the bridge, half the bridge. Yeah, knew it, knew it. Knew it, knew it. Okay, guys. So yeah. When I put a harmony, I put a harmony. <laughs> 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 what do you want to say? I would just say it. I would have put a harmony there. Okay. Okay, we good? Yeah, you agree? Oh. Gary, I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up now. You gotta go. You gotta go. Don't show But we'll wait and see. There's also talk about movie. Oh, I was about to say, is there any other producers? Try. Yeah, I mean, just like kind of pipe dream stuff. Yeah, you assemble your dream list every time. I think we need we need to figure out like the aesthetic of the record and what we want the whole thing to sound like before we can kind of 
Start start through yeah, yeah exactly or at least so, start getting people to talk. So at the moment you're going in there blind musically, or have you got a good idea of really what you want it to kind of sound like? I think it's that taking shape. Yeah, we we wrote and demoed seven songs that were kind of trash, like admittedly trash. Yeah, I mean, not even trash, just bait. Really this is that beige. period of like flux where. It's your opinion of a song can change overnight. Like, yeah, like you can think it's really good, and then the next day, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, and it just so happened, it was all seven songs. Boys, I think we've written a hit track. Yeah, yeah. Give it. I'll sleep next morning. <laughs> oh, we haven't written anything. Oh, we didn't. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, I like. I remember we we said to management, it was like, pay for the studio time. We've got this on lockdown, baby. <laughs> and uh, they heard them. And I think we had spent it, or like over Christmas, it was like, oh my God, mm. oh no. And then management came back like, hmm, that's, uh, it's okay, it's <laughs> yeah. right. yeah, Your voice went up when you said that. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a good place. Really? Yeah, so they... I think it's getting there, it's getting there. <laughs> oh, we come off Jennings all the time. Yeah, it's getting it's there. It's getting there. No, no, we're in a good place. We're in a good place, lads. Oh, lads, we're in a good place. In a good we're place. Not, we're in Merthyr. <laughs> <laughs> 2008 third rough as town. We're not in a good place, Craig, are we? And you're from Birmingham, so what do you know about good places? Ju- I mean, just quickly before we maybe say something about the new stuff, but we once played Merthyr Tidville and you were there. Correct, we did. Yeah. With Flood yeah. of Red at the bowling alley. Yeah. And Flood trashed that place. They robbed that place blind. They robbed the place blind. Yeah, a lot of people have... Uh, oh, did they? robbed that place blind. Uh, they I took bowling pins and they were ripping pictures off the walls. It yeah. was oh, wow. gnarly. I think Get, yeah, the Get, Cape, Get, Cape, Get Cape Flight Sorry. played it and had an acoustic guitar stolen. Really? Shit. No way. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Whoa. I, d- I just remembered post-show Flood. I mean... Maybe they didn't Flood get paid or something yeah. and they were mad? Like... Flood of Red, for anybody listening who doesn't know what we're on about, by the way. Um, they were a, a Scottish band who... How do you describe them? Underoath meets Underoath? <laughs> <laughs> Underoath on loads and loads of weed towards the end. Yes. They got really yeah, stoned. I th- I think Everything slowed was, down a lot. It was very Underoath, very Screamo. And yeah. then I... They're going to hate me for saying this if they listen to this, but it went a bit more Circus Survive. A bit, yeah, ja- yeah, a bit jammier, yeah. uh, d- not jammier, just a bit more spaced out, less yeah. screaming. Mm. Jordan sang a lot, and then they kind of went even farther into the jammy feel, like, like throw almost and like yeah. Mogwai with vocals or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, but they were, well, it's how we met yeah. through those yeah, boys. Through them. But their vibe on tour was just. I've, I mean, set to kill. Yeah, it's constantly <laughs> chaos. It was, I, I, we absolutely adored it because back in the day we were a bit chiller than them, <laughs> and uh, I remember touring with them or just going to see them play we did it every year. It was we, like a we Christmas came to tour. a show. They opened for you guys in Manchester. We had a day off. I think was it like them and Pierce the Veil. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, we were at that show, and I remember we were outside, went and saw them. They were in their van, and they all. We're pulling out bottles of Nando's hot sauce. Little <laughs> bottles of Nando's hot sauce, just dabbing. Just dabbing it and talking. And none of them were, like, clocking that everybody... We were, like... Like, after five minutes of all of them just talking, dabbing, talking, dabbing. We were, like, boys, what the... F- <laughs> 
what the fuck is going on? Why are you all just having? They were like, oh, we don't have any, we don't have uh, PDs on this tour, so this is what we're eating. Mental. And then they spent the rest of the money on on booze yeah. and yeah. weed. Oh yeah, and it, that that was flood in a nutshell. They killed like, it like that. Like they would sleep under the van, under all the van, them in yeah. the van. Like I think we, yeah, on that tour, I think the. Reese from the Blackout slept under a van for the first time I've been seeing Sean McGrawity doing it. Yeah, really? Sean was the yeah. advocate of that. Yeah. Yeah, they were... Uh, it's a shit... It, it, they were just like fucking cowboys. Yeah, it <laughs> like really was. Yeah, it's like wild drunk Exactly, cowboys. like the Wild West, really, I suppose. Like, they were just... And I think they were very under... Underestimated, maybe undervalued, definitely undervalued. Mm-hmm. Like definitely undervalued. They, they definitely should have been bigger than they were. They were, they were all set. Yeah, they, they really were, were all set for it. And then, I think they're changing the sound. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of like, I don't know, didn't get on board with it. I thought it was fantastic. Their first album, uh, leaving everything behind. We had it on in the van yeah, two days ago. It's like. just even. To this day, it sounds amazing. It's such a great record, but I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It's crazy. It didn't quite happen. It just doesn't happen for seven years after that. Flutter Red, the Blackout, and Pierce the Veil tour. I got to present Pierce the Veil with best seven years later, mind best international newcomers at the Kerrang Awards. Whoa! Yeah, and I went on stage. I went, ah. (laughs) <laughs> like literally my speech was like they just said right like, Tim Allen gonna, uh, he just did a Tim it. Allen go up there and just say best international newcomers are then we show the videos then you say who it is I was like yeah okay <laughs> so I just went on stage and went alright this one's um, best international newcomer or as I call it best new foreign Mac let's have a look at the nominations <laughs> we had a look at the nominations and I went despite this taking them on tour seven years ago the winners are <laughs> Pierce the Veil ow <laughs> oh my god. Oh, well, it's shit. weird. I I remember them from that show and then um I didn't keep up with their career. It's just not my thing. Um and uh I they were on Reading. I think my mate showed me their Reading highlights cuz the mix was mad. Yeah. It was really really mad. And uh I was like, "Wait, that's that fucking band yeah. that I saw open for the blackout like years and years ago, but the crowd at Reading was like it's incredible, yeah, huge, no way. huge, and I had no idea. I was like, oh, that Christ was one of the many words where we said, yeah, you come on tour with us, and then we'll come out with you, and never did. So, oh, yeah, oh. them went huge in America, <laughs> yeah, from first to last, <laughs> oh. quite big, and coming back now, I think, with Skrillex fronting them again. Wow, no way, it's mad. Mm. He's really? Back. Yeah. I guess it's probably quite fun to go back yeah, to something. Yeah, to go from DJing back to... Yeah, and especially yeah. when, like, maybe they weren't doing so well, but now he's, like, a multi-multi-millionaire. He can just have fun with it. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. pressure. It doesn't matter to him either yeah. the band as well or not anymore. That's what we'll do. You can go off and become a hit DJ. A hit DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Playing records. <laughs> Playing records, yeah. Some tunes. It would be in like a conference suite like this, though. Yeah, I'd have like that setup with the boxes with the lights in them. Yeah, yeah, nice. traditional in a in a panel van. Hi, Whoa. Richard. Your car's your car's <laughs> being moved. <laughs> yeah. car, is Richard here? The owner of the red Fiesta. <laughs> yeah. Get off the dance floor and get out <laughs> of the parking lot. Your car's being towed. <laughs> 
That was the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> the owner of the brown Fiat. Your children are on fire in the car park. <laughs> Jessica, happy eighth birthday, sweetheart. Happy, happy eighth birthday. This it's a special day. It's a special day. Rock DJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new one from a band called Queen. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. And then we'll get the band back together. Yeah, you can yeah. ride on my coattails, yeah, my success. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I wonder if I can force any of the other five of the blackout to become really popular. That seems mm. to be the easiest option. Yeah. Yeah, make yeah. someone else do all the work and then sap a bit of that residual celebrity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mean you don't want to rock again? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, what? The old team? What? Bollocks. <laughs> I've been waiting. I pushed you. I made you. I did all of them first and last. Like, oh, if we didn't share you a SoundCloud link, you'd be nothing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh. really? All right. Yeah. Oh, for it, you stitch up. Yeah, go. Be gone. <laughs> be gone. Yeah, because when we, when we took from first to last on tour, Skrillex had left. Um, and yeah, I think they'd previously been kicked off like an Atreyu tour because he is he'd lost his voice or something, and Whoa. because he kept losing his voice, that's why he ended up quitting the band. Uh, and then he went on to make those scary noises over techno beats. I tell you what, I, being a vocalist can fully suck. Yeah, yeah. it's it's quite sad at times. It's like I, I suppose to, um, I think he's fine now. Jamesy from Death of Anna was having a hell of a time of it in Europe. Apparently, yeah, yeah. every single mm. show. I think they did like two weeks out there, and every show he said his voice was just like on the brink of going. Yeah, we we interviewed him. Um, yeah, we had two him on three weeks uh, ago, really? just recently, and uh, yeah, he said the first couple of Europe shows were awful. Oh, Even man. though all the photos I saw, you could swear they were on the time of their lives. They said they were awful, and then um, yeah, and then they were in Cardiff and. Everything had got slightly better. Everything yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh, yeah. It's never nice to like hear that. Yeah, but he doesn't help his voice, does he? Anyway, no. <laughs> I was waiting for one of you to say it. I wasn't going to say it. He he loves the sesh. Yeah, oh, that that kid. Well, the, uh, the podcast with him is literally just saying all the drunken times he's had. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we said, oh, what's? I literally said, oh, what's on your rider? Expecting to. I wanted full right. I wanted to know everything because, like, people who listen to this are just fans of bands, right? So they don't really know anything about you know yeah, backstage life. Sure. Sure. They don't realize this is just like a conference room, like you said, generally yeah. like a big space. And yeah, I just said to him, "Oh, what's on your rider?" Expecting to say, "Oh, naan bread, hummus," you know, like standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard. And he was like, "Oh, we've taken all the food off now. And we've just got liquor." He was like, we got five bottles of spirits and like forty-eight cans of beer or something. Jeez, yeah. and we were like. Okay, and he was like, "Oh yeah, every um every night that rider goes as well." It goes every night. Every, we yeah. Just quickly, I know we got to yeah. go, but we tur- we did seven shows with them three years ago. Mm-hmm. We we were already buds. We had just never played shows together, and after that week, I, I got home and was broken, <laughs> completely broken. Yeah. I I still talk about it to this day, and they were like, "What? What are you talking about? That was nothing that to was them. Nothing to them. Yeah, we nothing." Did. Um, yeah, quick. I know you got to go. Um, yeah, we, me, Josh, and James 
we were doing an interview for a cover of Kerrang one year at Reading Festival, and we were there for an hour and a half doing the interview, and it was only to the last five minutes left that we realised that we'd been laughing constantly at James's alcoholic addiction, <laughs> right? Because he was just like, oh, I was fucking ruined the other day, and my trousers fell out. Like, <laughs> really sad, dark shit. The other day. Right. It would always start that, and then some mad set, like, I could run over by a cow. And like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, yeah, but... Listen to what you said. You said steaming before you've said the mad thing every time. So maybe it's because yeah. it's all yeah. the drink. It's a huge cry for help, and we're just laughing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. The guy from Krang was like, I don't know if we should have laughed for an hour and a half. And right. I was like, well, we did. So Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he's doing it. Josh there it. as well. Yumi party as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That month was... That was... That was full on. It was boozy. We were, we were boozing hard on that tour just because... We were first on half an hour a day. That's the danger. First on, and then Pitch you have to leave the whole show. Yeah. And by the time just it's merged summer, at the end, you're just... Camp. Yeah. It was well, winter camp. camp, wasn't it? <laughs> just felt like... And Marmosets were on that run as well, and we total buddy, like completely buddied up they with them. They are the best, dudes. It's just... Uh, yeah, being done by, like, eight, and then nothing to Fans do but packed. hang out. Yeah. yeah. It's like... And in the lead-up to Christmas, Christ, that was indulgent. It really was. <laughs> yeah. Too much. I remember Moose from Bullet from Valentine once come on to me at a festival and said, oh, What are you on today? And I thought, Oh, he's going to come see us. That's nice. Yeah. I went, Oh, two. He was like, Oh, that's fucking great, but he'll be pissed by three. <laughs> and then walked off. And I was like, Are oh, you not coming then? <laughs> he's like, just, no, but oh, you could be pissed by three. You'll be pissed, you by, can three. Be pissed <laughs> by three. Good for you. Yeah. And I was like, Do you think he was just walking around seeing. Yeah, uh, who, could get, who could get drunk first? Just like yeah. probably. Who could get who drunk can, first? Yeah, who can be bored? Oh, by the time I come off, no. <laughs> just congratulating <laughs> people for how pissed they can yeah. get and when. Oh, yeah. you could be fucking hammered tonight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon That's he's got a uh, clipboard. You could die with alcohol poisoning tonight. He's have a clipboard and he's just marking on like, blackout free. <laughs> Take a seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should be pissed by three. <laughs> right. the last. That's great. Yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. Thank you very much Thanks for doing so this. Much. Thanks, Thanks so much, boys, for having us. Oh, anytime. Um, Pleasure. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And if anyone's interested, I'm probably going to be pissed by about nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where can people find you? What's social well, we got, online? We've got the, we the gram, the excerpts, Twitter, the excerpts. Nice. Facebook. The excerpt. You want to spell it? You want to spell it? T H E X C E R T S. <laughs> Not the XX. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the yeah. song was huge here. <laughs> I'm just going to keep I saying I didn't hear one woman doing that interview. It couldn't have been the XX, could it? <laughs> anyway, thank yeah. you very much. Cheers, guys. Boys, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Sweet. So that was Marie and Jordan from the Excerpt. Yes. Lovely, lovely boys. I love that band, to be fair. And yeah, it was great to have a, a proper long, in-depth conversation yep. with them backstage at Carlos Motor Point Arena. Yeah, and it was nice to bring up old bands that yeah. we toured with and stuff as well, yeah, and, and Flood just, of Red. And yeah, and just like they're friends, and obviously, you know, Murray's got a huge history with uh, Sam from Architects and yep. talking a bit about that and how they, you know, met in... University was it? Crazy. And, oh, it's mad, yeah. mad. Dressed exactly the same. Yeah. What a thought. And what now, thought? and both those bands sound completely opposite from each other. Couldn't sound but further. I would love them to tour together because that would be be a good mad, tour. Mad Have they done that? I'm sure Architects took exits at one point. Maybe, but you know, if it would be another good one. Yeah, especially because both bands are bigger than they've ever been at yeah, the moment. So, so it'd be even better. Grace, great, mad, fantastic, mad. Um, yeah, but special thanks out to them and their crew again for yep. sorting us out and being very accommodating when they were on that tour with Busted. Um, 
little bit of apologies to them because we did take over their dressing room um, at one point. Yeah, and we stayed as well after yeah. they left, which was weird. Yeah, and then they came back. And to they us came back, and we were still, still there. there. Um, um, so yeah, sorry yeah. boys. Yeah. Sorry. Um, um, we just like you that much that we just we didn't want to leave. Yeah. No, well, we actually we didn't. To be fair, yeah. yeah Murray sniffed. Uh, no, Murray. Um, Morgan sniffed some of your clothes when. Um, when you left I'm the room, sure, boys. and you weren't supposed to say about that. I mean, yeah. oh, and I did. I actually, I stole a bottle of water. So if any of your crew was missing a bottle of water that day, I do apologise. Oh. I don't know why I've just admitted all this because now I have to send a bottle of water to one of your crew. Apparently, um, what so, if they invoice us for a bottle of water now? Um, well, next time they're about, I'll just go up when they're playing. I'll just walk to the. St- Throw a bottle of water at them. No, I was going to say walk up to the front of the stage and just place a bottle of water. Next, uh, oh, okay. on the stage, Marie. going yeah. like that, and then note saying, oh, yeah. "Here's right. one bottle of cool. water." Um, Other drinks are available. Good. I don't know. Yeah, so get in touch with us on the following socials: Instagram or Twitter. They are f- fashionable websites that people use to talk back and forth to each other and show each other things that they're pretending to be doing. So check out Twitter and Instagram dot com forward slash Sappening Pod. That's S A P P E N I N P O D. Yeah, let us know who you'd like to future have guests. It. Yeah, future guests. What your thoughts were on the excerpts? Yeah, uh, you know, just anything in general. Or oh, why we mentioning them again as well? Go and check out their brand new EP, Wild Heart Dreaming, Ooh, which has got four nice. new tracks, and obviously then the latest album, Hold On to Your Heart, which is one of my personal favorite records of last year. And nice. uh, yeah, they're going to be playing a few festivals over the summer too, I do believe. So check that out. We'll be at loads of festivals. That, that is true. Um, loads. Have we have we announced the other one that we're doing? What the Reading Festival? The Reading Festival or Reading Festival? It'll, if you can't. No way, my luck. I've been emailing the wrong woman, and it's been <laughs> a Reading Festival. Oh, I better oh. check. I, well, oh, if we, see. oh, bro, if I've booked a podcast to do a fucking library. And we're just going to be told to shh all the time. It's going to be devastating. Oh. I'm going to better check on this. But I believe we're doing Slam Dunk, 2000 Trees, the Reading Fest, Reading Festival, and the Downloads. Download. 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 Slam Dunk, 2000 Trees, and Readings. Readings. Leads. Lead. Let. We're doing loads of festivals anyway. Um, so if there's any bands or things on those festivals you'd like us to chat to, have on, tweet us and mention them as well. Yeah, so tag them and say, you guys should definitely go on at Sappening Pod. And um, the thing is, we have the proof now to say that this works because last week's episode, we had Charlie on and he was mentioning about Charlie Simpson and we had loads of mentions about people tweeting yeah. him wanting to come on. So... The power it works. Of, the power of Twitter works. The power of people works. The so, power of people. If you'd like us to have anyone from <coughs> Slipknot to Post Malone, then uh, try oh, I would a little love... bit extra hard because they probably won't read their Twitter. Um, but yeah, try. That's true. But try. I'd love to get Post Malone. I'd on I'd love to get Posty on here. That would be hilarious. And I wonder if the pool buggers ever heard of the blackout. Probably not. But he was growing up and he was into all that music. Well, he was so. into My Chemical Romance and all that, wasn't he? So I mean, you never yeah. know. You never know. Oh, fingers crossed. You told of them. Maybe you saw a poster and checked out the name. And then no, definitely not. But, um, young yeah. young blood to spread legs, not lies. Yeah, He's playing Reading, so I'd love a chat with young blood. That'd be good. Yeah. Well, let us know and yeah, yeah cool. and check out the excerpts and our Patreon. Yes. So if speaking like, of important people, go talk about the Patreon. Oh right, I 
I thought you were pointing at me. I'm, okay. Anyway, yeah, no. Patreons are more important. But yeah, if you'd like to get involved and help the podcast in any way, then check out patreon.com forward slash Slapman. Uh, and there's loads of different tiers and exclusive and goodies on there that you can get in support for supporting us. Yes. Yes, and also we have T-shirts available we as well. We do, and as we said earlier, if you want to look absolutely fabulous, then you better pick one up now because they're very limited run, very limited stock, and you could be the most fashionable out of all your friends at festival season yes. and take the best selfies guaranteed. And if I see you with a T-shirt, I will kiss you on the lips if you want to, right? If you would like that... I will kiss you on the lips. The t-shirts come with a guarantee. This is the guarantee. You won't find it with the t-shirt. This is the guarantee. I will kiss you on the lips if I see you in it, and that's what you want. If I start coming towards your face and you don't want me to kiss, put a hand firmly in my face or knee to the bollocks, okay? Thank you very much. Please check out sappening-podcast.myshopify.com. That's sappening-podcast.myshopify.com. For the t-shirts. Get those lips ready because I am going to pucker up and I'm going to give her some kisses. Or get your knees ready because you can knee him in the gentles as well, as you just mentioned. Yeah. So whichever you prefer. Yeah. Extra intended to buy a t-shirt? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I get the bruises balls. Whee! Right then, a massive, massive special thanks to this week's patrons. Paul Hirschfield, Emma Barber, Kylie Wheeler, Scarlett Charlton, Janelle Caston, Amy Evans, Melissa O'Shea... Big John Price, Martin McManus, Mark Platten, Marcy Jacobson, Scott Jones, Jenny Robinson, Lydia Henderson and Emily Sonogles. Thank you very, 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 very much for being patrons. We love you. And also, we love all the banter in the, in the private sampling group as well. We do. So get involved and go and check that out because it's absolutely hilarious. It is. Everyone in there is a top laugh. Oh, they are. They absolutely are. Yeah. And it's nice to see people from all walks of life. We've got somebody who works in a Formula One team. Have we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Traveling the world, listening to we've this got, bollocks. We've got people in high touring bands in it as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We've got um, Australians. We've got some Americans. It's do. mad, isn't it's it? Mad. It's mad. But we are massively, massively appreciative of anybody who helps us. Um, yeah, it absolutely means the world, and we, yeah, can't thank you enough. And honest to God, the money goes into keeping this podcast going and us alive. And improving it for bigger and better things. Yes. So, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, that was episode 20, 19? Yes, 20. 20. We'll be back next week awesome. with episode 21. <sighs> and a guest I think few of you might enjoy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and I'll have an update about my trip from New York City. Which... Oh, yeah, you're still in America. Are you still in America? Uh, well, um, I might be. Are you home? I might be home right now oh he's just landed just landed how was that bet that was, um, it was okay. good. i listened i listened to <laughs> anyway let's uh, anyway we can update this on the next one anyway okay thank you very much for listening again this has been sapling podcast i'm sorry if we've rambled but we just get excited i love you please never die sapling sean you gonna no nah. You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.